Hey, I'm Tori. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. Have you always wanted to explore the world of sports, but haven't found an accessible barrier of entry? Or maybe you're just a sports expert who wants to laugh about who won, who lost, and who makes way too much money. Or maybe you just want to understand Ted Lasso better. Regardless of your relationship with sports, Good Game is there to break it down for you. It's a podcast about sports for rookies, veterans, and everyone in between. Whatever is happening in sports, Justin, Tori, and I will be there to talk through it all. With jokes, hot takes, and sometimes literal tears. So check out Good Game, a Trident Network podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh my god, hi. Welcome to Disney Adult, the podcast where Chicago comedians review Disney properties from the perspective of adults. We are in the middle of a very Marvel Christmas and we are back to talking about Spider-Man. This time, Spider-Man Far From Home. I am joined by Kathy D'Onofrio and William Woods, so let's just get right into it. In this outing, friendly neighborhood wall crawler is back as he tries his hand at having it all. Can he get a hot teenage romance going at the same time he pursues fortune and fame as the world's premier bug-inspired superhero? Well, let us find out. Without further ado, here we go. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello. Um, today we're talking about Spider-Man Far From Home, which I have been ne- I've been recording these like back to back. We're doing a huge thing where we release like 30 episodes in December. Um so we all did watch the same movie, right? Far From Home. Oh yes. yeah. Okay. And good. What good, a good. ride it was. <laughs> I w- before we recorded the last Spider-Man one, I had watched, and I've also been smoking a lot of weed, so I watched the first one, and I was like, good, we're ready for the for that podcast, and then the night before, I panicked, and I started watching this one, mm. and I got about 20 minutes in, and I was like, I think I've already watched the first Spider-Man, <laughs> um, and I was, it was accurate. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> let, let me start with, okay, let's start with the elephant in the room. I'm going to start with you, uh, Will. Have you seen these movies? Are you an MCU fan? What's your MCU history? Yeah, um, honestly, I, I I really rarely see them in theaters. <laughs> okay. But I always come back to them, and yeah. I definitely see them completely out of order. So, like, uh, for this one, um, I think the first time I watched this, I actually watched Thor Ragnarok before watching this. So I skipped, like, the in- entire, like... Uh, what do they call like it? the Avengers, the end, the, the, yeah, end yeah. game, and all of that. Um, which obviously this comes after that, but uh, yeah, so it, you know, I okay, I, I but I, I'm aware of them. I grew up on a lot of the the superheroes. And so, stuff, so, so have but have you seen before I made you rewatch it for this? Had you seen um, Infinity War and Endgame? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. And homecoming, and yeah, I've okay. seen, I've seen, I've seen them all except for Doctor Strange. That's the yeah. only one I haven't seen. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. very cute. You know, Doctor Strange is going to be in the next Spider-Man. So if you want to continue with this, you're going to have to get to know him. Yeah, yeah. To <laughs> I gotta get event. to know him. You gotta get yeah. to know him. Yeah. How about, how about you, Kathy? Are you an MCU fan? 
You know, I think I always come back to him is such a great way to put it. <laughs> um, because I'm not, uh, I'm not super, like I've seen all of them. I think I didn't see like Ant-Man, but I've seen them all, not really like in their order or anything. Yeah. Um, but like I always watch like the Avengers Endgame and like whatever I need to know to like know what's up in those movies i okay. wouldn't say myself a fan just because i don't really like super keep up with it yeah um but like i you know i could i could have a conversation like you you'd, you'd recognize them <laughs> you'd recognize them in the street if you ran oh, into an sure. avenger you'd be like oh yeah. there goes ant-man yeah, yeah for sure yeah, yeah yeah okay good 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 um i just so you both know i am a kind of like a super mcu fan i grew up reading any comic book i could get my hands on um and then i and a little foreshadowing i tend to go into these movies and these mcu things just choosing to like it no matter it could be the worst movie i have ever seen something about my brain is just like no 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 this is happy time now yes. and we enjoy yeah. it um i'm all about that yeah and this movie is one of them um and we'll discuss as we go through the plot as i say almost every episode on this podcast, we're going to read this plot directly from Wikipedia. Please interrupt. Please interrupt. <laughs> okay. Do not be, do not be polite. The, the, nothing okay. breaks my heart more than when we get to the end and somebody's like, I wanted to say more, but I felt bad interrupting. It's like, I can monopolize a conversation. Um, mm -hmm. We're reading this directly from Wikipedia. And um, let's just dive right into the plot, shall we? Well, first off, is there any way that I could, before we even get into this, could we all, I know on like Rotten Tomatoes, it has like a 90%. So it's like, this is one of the higher rated MCU movies. Yeah. And uh, could we all give it our own? Uh, <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. I love that. I love Rotten that. Rotten Tomato meter before we get started. Yeah. Will, why don't you start? Why don't you give us your, your Rotten? And we will ask a similar question at the end, but it'll be a little bit different. But um, yeah. So feel free to keep the same answer or let it change. What did you think of this movie? What did you on our, what was your Rotten Tomato score? Okay, I I really like this movie, but I I'm gonna give it an eighty percent. Okay. And uh, a quick thing about that is because the action and stuff was cool, but I wanted more Peter MJ stuff. That was like the was you like wanted the more most, romance. The most interesting part of this whole. I felt like every time like Mysterio or like any action or like even like John Favreau's character happy comes in. I'm like, you're, you're annoying me. I want like, come on. We got Get to MJ. Yeah. 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 That was, so did you, that. how did you feel about the romance between happy and um, Aunt May? You know, at first uh, I was like, you know, this is, you know, fuck John Favreau. He wrote this in there, you know, all that stuff. And, <laughs> but then I ended up, you know, at the end, I was like, you know, this is actually really great. And uh, I thought it was cute. So, <laughs> I just, at first I was mad about it. And then classic I, I came will. around. Classic Will. Yeah. Always won over by <laughs> Emotional love. Emotional roller coaster, yeah. <laughs> Always yeah, won over. I, I came around. I you came love around. romance. <laughs> Kathy, how about you? What's your Rotten wow. Tomato score? Um... You know, okay, is this a Rotten Tomato score like of like like comparing it to like an Oscar movie or is it just so, like compared so to like MCU movies? We'll compare it to just regular movies because at the okay. end and we'll skip it at the end. We usually ask like a 1 to 10, but I kind of like Rotten Tomato 1 to 100 better. Right. Um but compared to regular movies cuz MCU is like I don't want to say it's a low bar, but it's a lower bar than a regular movie. Sure. Okay. Um I'm going to give it like a 75. 
Uh, I will say the things I liked about this movie is that I feel like there was kind of less action than some of the other MCU movies. There was like the stuff with like being sad about Iron Man and like hanging out with Happy and like we see Fury <laughs> again and obviously the MJ romance. Like there's a lot of other stuff going on, which I yeah. appreciate. I tend to just kind of like disassociate once the explosions start happening. That's kind of my daydream time. And I, <laughs> so I really, like, I felt really engaged when I was watching. So I feel like I like, I liked that about it. I will say, I mean, I'm a romance head. Okay. Uh, so there's Hell never going to be enough. <laughs> there's never going to be enough Spider-Man MJ for me. Um, but I liked that it was kind of his like central motivation throughout the movie like his POV was very like fuck this superhero shit I'm trying to tell everybody how I feel um, and I like I can support that so I was like let's go Peter yeah I think I'm in the opposite end of the spectrum with you guys where I when they're having like they're sort of like do I like you do I not like you I'm always like, if you just said this, we could wrap this whole thing up. Like, why are we? You're 18 because years old. 16. I, you know, yeah. but I, even so, my brain can't dissociate. I'm, I'm always like, just say it. Now you're lying. Now you're saying like, oh, I don't love you, or like, I was only watching you because you were Spider-Man, even though I invited you out here to this bridge that people die on and stuff. I'm like, what? Just say yeah. you like him. Having said all that, I give this movie a 100. Wow. <laughs> Certified rotten or certified fresh. Certified fresh tomato with like one of those gold wrappers that they put behind it. Can I just say when I was watching, okay, I had watched the, you know, the Netflix explained like, uh, you know, they have like money, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they had an episode about the teen. It was on the mind one, the like Netflix explained the mind. Um, And it was about the teenage brain. And I watched that like the day before I watched Spider-Man and basically what they talk about in the Netflix explained is how like when you're a teenager your like frontal lobe is basically like (laughs) developing still and it's like all gray matter and it's like not the white matter which is like what you need (laughs) and so that's why like you know teenagers are idiots and so the entire time I was watching this movie. I was like, this bitch doesn't even have white matter in his frontal lobe. Like, <laughs> we're letting him make so many decisions oh and God. he's not yes. developed. It is yes. it is wild the amount of faith they put in a teenager. Wild. I have, and yes. I have never wild. met. I have never met teenagers this mature or with it. Never no. in my life. I work with no, teenagers. He's an anomaly for sure. <laughs> They are not like this. No, this is this is adults uh, yeah. writing them, and yeah. even all their friends and stuff. I'm like, where where are we from that we're all behave? You guys behave more mature than I do. Mm-hmm. You know, well. when you go through the trauma of the blip, it really ages you. Let okay, oh let's get God. into it. Yes. That is, let's it get is into it. Let's wild. get into it. Okay, so um, I'm going to start reading the plot from Wikipedia. In yeah. Mexico, Nick Fury and Maria Hill investigate an unnatural storm and encounter the Earth elemental. Okay, first which... off, I hate to. Okay, I'm just going to interrupt. No, 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 no please, please. I love how these people that are aware of like supernatural everything just bring, like, pull out their guns and just start shooting this enormous sand monster. Like, they are war veterans they know that's not going to do anything and they're just shooting it and they're like why is it not doing anything also it's like you went to investigate a storm <laughs> it had a face okay i guess that's right it did have a face that changes things yeah. that does change things yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh 
And then uh, Quentin Beck shows up, a superpowered individual. He arrives to defeat the creature. Beck subsequently defeats the Elemental, which we'll get into what those are in a minute, and is recruited by Fury and Hill. In New York City, separately, the Midtown School of Science and Technology compete, or completes its year, which restarted to accommodate the students who had previously disintegrated five years earlier as a result of Thanos' actions. Yeah, okay. I love how they... <laughs> One, why does that even fucking matter? Like, they, they made that such a oh, point. Oh, it matters. They made that such a point to have, like, that, that like, student video where they're like, yeah, now my younger brother's my older brother? How does that work? And, like, they're like, what? And, like, they're like, yeah, and even though we already were a semester in, we got to do it again. And I'm also, like, okay. that's, the, that's my favorite part about it. I love that they restarted this school year for these students. Like, <laughs> just let them skip. Like, let them start next year. Let them process being erased from existence for a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you that I, I watched this movie with my husband, and we had to pause at that point and rewind several times because Felipe could not get over why they restarted the school year. <laughs> He's like, yeah, but it doesn't make sense. Like, why? Even still, those kids wouldn't be in the same club. Like, it was so... <laughs> yeah. And okay, here's the thing about that clip too is that I'm watch like I was so confused because I thought what they were trying to communicate when they showed like you know how they showed like Brad was his name ba- Brad or Ben I can't remember I think it was Brad. It depends on who um, we're talking about because I don't know any of their names, so I guess it doesn't depend. Kid, and then he aged up to like being 16. Yeah, I think his name. And I thought is we'll say Brad until we are corrected. I think it was Brad. I think it was Brad. But he, the entire time, because the girl on the right was like 16 years old, and then there was no age for him. And so I thought he was also 16 years old. And so I was like, the whole movie, I kid you not, the whole movie, I was like, why is this 21-year-old on this high school trip? Like, (laughs) he should be in college. Why is he hitting on MJ? I'm so uncomfortable. (laughs) Like, I didn't. And then I looked up the actor, and he's 35. So it was really, like, confusing because I really thought he was, like, a full-ass adult, and I could not understand why he was there. But then I rewatched that part because really it tripped me up so much. And I realized that like he's a child child in that like before picture. And yeah. I didn't notice that in the beginning. Um, oh, Will's gone. We'll see if he oh, comes we lost back. Will. We'll give him a moment. Oh, let me timestamp. Oh, there's no time. Oh, I nice. guess I'll just figure it out. Um, <laughs> we'll give him a couple minutes. Okay. Give him a couple minutes. Um, but yeah, that was wild. Also... I mean, we'll keep this in. Yeah. I don't love to watch movies about high school students that where adults are playing high schoolers. It makes me yeah. uncomfortable. It, yeah. Because, because at times, yeah. they're an adult. It's like an adult that you're looking at, but they're having yeah. like, like teenage, like prepubescent hormonal like lustings after one another and it's uncomfortable the whole thing is uncomfortable for me not that it would be better if they were teenagers but i don't it's just weird to me yeah well there's like that part where spider-man takes his shirt off and like it you know it feels very like gazy yeah um and like he's you know tom holland's like an adult but then you're also like yeah but wait spider-man's like a child right now so yeah (laughs) 
In the last movie, he's 15 and they're doing these shots. I mean, he's being yeah. played by like a 20-year-old at the time, even still. Sure, yeah. But like, it's just so funky to me. Mm-hmm. Like, hoy. I agree. Wonderful. So we're back. <laughs> Welcome back. You were blipped. Huh? I got blipped. I got blipped and I aged six years. Um, no. <laughs> That's not how it's supposed to work. You got a raw deal. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah you got the worst of both worlds you not mm-hmm. only were you gone for five, six years but then you also aged in the vacuum of space yeah um so where we're, we were talking about uh all these students coming back another interesting thing about all these students coming back that i i was really hung up on was so they do introduce this guy brad whoever, who is aged, to your point, Kathy, was like, he was 12 when they started, but now he's like 17. Um, Wouldn't it be weird to be in a world where, like, you knew somebody who grew further than you, like, grew past you? You would run into somebody in the supermarket you were good friends with, but then, like, like, let's say it's been two years since the blip. I've come back, I'm 16. 17 18 it's been two years and then i run into like a 25 year old version of my old best friend like i couldn't i was too gummies deep but i couldn't get past it i couldn't like oh that would be so bizarre it really made me think if i'd rather be blipped or not that's a phenomenal question you know because like i guess it depends well if if being in the blip is like you know, you're just in a void. If, if the blip feels like I blinked my eye and now I'm back, blip me, you know? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. But like, if I'm just like aware, like if I'm conscious in a void for five years, please don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 100% agree. When you, when in one of the other movies where like they're going through all these, because they have like support groups and it's like a real depressing time, of course. Right. Like, let me skip that and come back when it's jubilation and everybody's celebrating that we've returned. Like you just kind of like, it is rough to like everyone, you know, is like sad. Like you come back (laughs) and everyone's a real, they've been going through it. Yeah. Your apartment, somebody else lives in your apartment. All your stuff's been sold. Like, yeah, it'd be wild times. Um, so they had, uh, they come to the end of the school year. Um, They also, the school organizes a two-week summer field trip to Europe, which had me rolling, Um, where Peter Parker, who is still mourning the death of Tony Stark, plans to reveal to classmate MJ his attraction to her. Happy Hogan informs Parker that Fury intends to contact him, but Parker is going to ignore him. Um, Mm -hmm. Which, I loved this idea that Nick Fury is still, like, so intimidating, like, so scary. Because I'm like, what? <laughs> There's been aliens. There's literally been like a 50 million superheroes, and then and then they're like, yeah, but Samuel Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Also, also like, at what time? At what point does Fury say like, I've been through enough? He seems to. Yeah. His fire never dies. No. He, yeah, he lives for it. He lives for it. He lives for the action. He can't get enough. That's and why part- he's got to bully a kid. That's the other thing is when he was bullying, uh, what's his face? When he's bullying Peter Parker, I'm like, leave this kid alone. I mean, it is the yeah. end of the world or whatever from his perspective. But I, I also was like, okay, this doesn't need to be all of our lives just because it's your life, dude. Yes. 
Yes. I yeah. Okay, I had the same thing. I was like, you were being so mean to this kid that you were easily manipulating. Like, this is a, a boy. This is just a little boy. And you're like, God, you're just not, you know, Tony Stark left it to you. And now, you know, you're just a piece of shit pretty much and i'm like oh my god get over yourself and let's be honest that's what he's upset about he's upset that tony stark left it to this 17 year old kid and not me that's really what the emotions we're working through here it's really like yeah you exactly. people i've devoted my life to this i lost an eye over this <laughs> you get the glasses not me like whatever yeah fury um, Parker and his classmates traveled. Oh, the other thing I couldn't imagine. I don't know if you've ever been on a, a school trip. I went on a couple school trips with the marching band. Ooh. Mm -hmm. What instrument? I played the drums, and I am very, Ooh. very good. I don't mean to brag, but I was... Which drums? I played... Okay, so freshman year, I, I got into the marching band early because I was good, and I played the quads. <laughs> When we marched. Doody, 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 doody. But Those then things? I, yeah, but I was drum like captain from sophomore year on. Ooh. Cool. That's, so like, I played, that's young to take such a yeah. responsibility. It's, it's it's young to be crowned the king. Wow, and, our <laughs> own Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. And I also yeah. one of the reasons I was good is because I also played piano, so I knew the bells as well. So like I could play all the percussion instruments, whereas most people were like trained on drums and they could play all the drums. Um so really that's what set me apart. Um, not so much that I was more talented than anybody else, but um, that is what I lead with. And <laughs> speaking of trips, well, first of all, I, I can't imagine ever sending my kid to another country under the hands of the school. Here's some things that happened on those banned school trips that we went on. We went to Disney where three girls, two of them were twins, got arrested for stealing so much merchandise that um, the Disney actually like intervened. So like, <laughs> apparently one of Disney's things is that like, they kind of, because it's the happiest place on earth, they don't want to take anybody away in handcuffs in front of everybody else. Um, but they nabbed these girls. So then the second trip. So <laughs> that like, was, you can only push it so far. Yeah, for real. And that was sophomore <laughs> year. That was sophomore year. And they were color guards. And I don't know why that detail is mm. interesting. No, it's very important. Color guard is full of freaks. So Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, is it? Yeah, yeah. Color yeah. guys full of the freaks. <laughs> Tail as old as time, way. baby. In a good way. Tail good is... kind of freaks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the next year we went to uh, Georgia and we went to the Atlanta Underground, if you've ever been to Atlanta. It's like mm -hmm. this sort of like collection of shops and stuff that I think is under... I mean, it's like built out. They're actual shops, but they're like built into an underground part of Atlanta. And this girl bought like a three foot long samurai sword i mean as and just in the hotel no i think she played the clarinet and she was in the hotel mm -hmm. and stuff and we were all on high alert because we had just almost been kicked out of disney the previous year and then the third trip which was to new york as a senior this mother and her daughter because one of the band moms went they got so wrapped up in buying fake purses in Chinatown. Like, and we went to Chinatown, and it was a huge thing where all the girls were like, "We're getting knockoff purses." That was you saw the girls like just disperse. <laughs> this a mom and her daughter got so wrapped up in it that we had to wait like two hours for the bus to come, or like we're sitting in the bus waiting for two hours for this person. As like all the band parents went looking for these two, and that's all domestic. Oh my God. That's all domestic. I could never send a child in the care of a school with two chaperones 
which are are very bad chaperones. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> the entire time I was watching, the chaperone in charge, like the the moment that truly shocked me was when they tried to go to the Da Vinci Museum and the guy hadn't even looked on the website. They were closed for months. Yeah. And even the other chaperone was like, "You didn't look on the website?" And he was like, "No." Nah. Like you <laughs> you have so much responsibility. Also, yeah. He's getting all this free stuff given to him by his travel agency, and he's not even questioning it. He's no, just like, tickets to the opera today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although and I, I will love, say, okay, go ahead, yeah. William. I was going to say that I, I love Curb Your Enthusiasm, and so anytime, like, J.B. Smooth being in this, I was just like, yeah, that's the same J.B. Smooth from Curb. <laughs> and yep. it's just, like, so funny to be like, yeah, you're the teacher, you know, and it's it was just hilarious. Also, he has that, the one guy has that depressing story about his wife pretending to blip, which I thought was so funny. That is really funny. I was, I was traveling down that woman's story in my brain for the next 10 minutes of this show. I'm like, how fun to like pack up all your stuff and just leave and start a new life and then have to like explain it later when they, like the day the blip comes back, she's like, oh shit. She's like, well, gotta drive back to New York. It was so wild. Not me. I didn't get blipped back. I Hey, I just stayed. I, I didn't get blipped back. <laughs> it was so interesting. Um, so yeah. they're they're in Venice uh, where the water elemental attacks. And then we get to meet, and we'll get into this in more detail, but we get to meet Beck and we get to see that like Beck has, his whole thing is like he comes from another dimension of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll talk about the multiverse in later down the line but these monsters were in his version of the universe and now that he's here they've come with him or something i couldn't piece together whether or not he followed the dimensional monsters here or if they both just showed up one day um i I couldn't piece together like who came for chicken or the egg was it mysterio or these elementals but one of the water elementals attacks all of his friends in venice and peter and Mysterio fend off this monster in a, like an epic water fight scene. Okay, couple things right off the top. One, <laughs> these while these students are like while these teenagers behave more maturely than any teenager I've ever met, they're also way dumber. I can't believe nobody has pieced together that this kid is Spider Man. It's like every time they go on a school trip, they're yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> and. <laughs> Yeah, I would well, know I mean, MJ does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can tell people's walks, and but like, you don't have to see someone's face to know it's them. You can like tell mm-hmm. your friend with a hood. So the idea in these superhero movies that like because your they're voice. yeah, and there's so many clues, but they're all like, nope, it just happens to be coincidence. He follow, he loves us, or just I... the fact that he's there with uh, Aunt May yeah. Parker. Yeah, at that at the fundraiser, and it's just like. Hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they're friends. <laughs> they met at a bar once. And... That, yeah. That's what made me laugh too about his suit, like the suit that he gets from Fury, because they're like, okay, we'll give you a disguise. And then it's literally like if Spider Man was wearing tactical gear. Like it's yeah. not even. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, they just, they gave him the same eye shape and eye hole like the same eyes the same everything he's just wearing all black and also 
it's they could the- have given him like a mask. They could have like like what like a margarita. Like they could have done so many different things. And they're like, no, we'll do the same exact everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then everyone else was like, yeah, that's Night Monkey. Obviously stupid. <laughs> also, the other thing is like, it's not like Spider Man has common powers. It's not like he's just like is super strong like everybody else in this universe. He sticks yeah, to things. Specific. Like, make him a plunger or something. Like, plunger man. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. you're right. It's his, literally, his costume died. <laughs> yeah. Fucking wild. Ugh. So then, also upon this, uh, after they defeat this water demon, first of all, do, now, Kathy, I know you said you kind of, like, zone out during these fight scenes. Will, are you a fight scene person? Are you really into them? I love like, it, yeah. I, oh, love I love it. it. I'm such a yeah. nerd. I'm, like, living vicariously thinking I could do this shit. Oh my god! Have um, any of you been to the 4DX experience at Regal Cinemas? Yes. Um, <laughs> is that the one where you're like in a little chair that moves? Absolutely. Yeah, Kathy. Then yeah. Uh, <laughs> then yes, I have. And they spray water at you, and there's smoke, and there's yep. fans throwing sand in your face, and yeah, it's I did it, wild. but for a long time ago. For a, a, like, I feel like these came around like I don't know five at least five or eight years ago or something and nobody wanted to do it and now they're back and i couldn't be happier because when they started (laughs) moving away from theaters i was like wait but this is awesome (laughs) this is this is the future i've seen two movies in it i've seen both marvel movies are the only movies i've gone in the pandemic we saw black widow there and it was amazing it snowed in the theater it was wild wow it was wild. well only one area of the theater the only the front right part snowed. I don't think they like refilled the snow canisters for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still cool to look at. And it like punches you in the back and stuff. Like when she gets thrown and she hits yeah. her back on something, mm-hmm. there's like a human fist that punches you really quick. And the- <laughs> <laughs> uh, we saw that. For me, yeah. We saw that in Shang-Chi. So b- both Marvel oh, movies. Amazing. It was wild. I saw My Hero Academia's movie there on a weeknight at like 10 p.m. And so I was like pretty tired going into it. And so I was like super pumped for like the first 10 minutes. And then after I just wanted to relax, but I was locked into a two hour movie. <laughs> two hour just... there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It doesn't stop. It, it just never doesn't stops. stop. And it's also uh, not wonderful if you want to watch the movie. <laughs> it's great for a movie where you're kind of like waiting for the next fun part. Because mm-hmm. when we saw, we saw Black Widow, which was, wasn't, you know, it wasn't that hard to follow, so we really enjoyed it. And then Shang-Chi had such a developed story that we were like, I would love to pay attention, but my seat is launching me around like <laughs> truly a roller coaster right now. <laughs> yeah. It's COVID. Yeah. I'm being sprayed in the face by mystery water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't take it. Ugh. Um, so Beck claims to have entered from an alternate reality within the multiverse, which by the way, they introduced the multiverse here as like a fictional joke thing. But as an MCU that, f- fan, it's also real in that the next Spider-Man movie is actually about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love teaser. that they're like, LOL, JK. <laughs> then twice. They're like, we're from the multiverse, yeah. LOL, JK. And then like two and a half years later, they're like, JK again. It was actually real. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what to believe. Um, where these four elementals come to kill their families and... And now they're back in Earth and they must be stopped. Fury secretly changes the class's itinerary to divert the students to Prague because 
Peter Parker says he doesn't want to go. Also, Peter inherits these Edith glasses from Tony Stark um, mm-hmm. that control a satellite full of weaponry in space. And I mm-hmm. love that he did the 16-year-old thing and tried to kill his classmate. <laughs> <laughs> because that pans out. Yeah. I also was glad that they they acknowledged how weird it was that that kid took a picture of Peter Parker in his Same. underwear. Same. Because, I again, I thought he was a full-ass adult doing that <laughs> then. Yeah. <laughs> and I was disturbed. <laughs> it was weird. It was weird that you wouldn't instinctually leave. You wouldn't yeah. just be like, oh, what the fuck? Okay. Instead, you're like, yeah. what do I, P- Peter? I have to send this to MJ. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, Fury secretly changes the classes thing to Prague, where Parker is forced to help Beck fight the fire elemental to gain, uh, to again protect his friends. Beck manages to destroy the creature with Parker's help. Fury and Hill invite Parker and Beck to Berlin to discuss the formation of a new superhero team. But Parker decides that Beck should go alone and transfers control of Edith to him. Big mistake. See, this is the part where Fury was like, I'm going to bully this teenager. I'm going to bully this little boy and make sure that he knows that he did a bad job. And it's like, he's just trying to live his life. This is just a guy trying to live his life. Also, you're the adult. The fact that the 16-year-old's mm-hmm. not making good decisions, f- still, that's on you. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have white matter in his frontal lobe yet. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't, got the, he doesn't got the white matter. And also, here's the thing is, like, Nick Fury is supposed to be, like, this, like, head of, like, all of the secret secrets of the government where they have all this intel on everybody. You have this entire room of such rich elites that they can afford this Mysterio thing to happen to such an extent. Like that's billions of dollars. That is a small list. Yeah. (laughs) That's a small list. You're telling me that this rich fuck Beck doesn't fucking come up on the radar. You didn't run a scan. You just believed him. Yep. He's from the multiverse. Yeah. There was no question about it. He's just like, yep. There's not an alert for like somebody bought 300 drones. <laughs> like military grade drones. Those came from somewhere. You didn't fucking make them. I actually you know? do. I think they did. I think the whole monologue at the thing is like they made them out of like scrap metal or something. I don't know what they made them out of. They would have had to know that these materials are being bought to build 4 million drones or whatever the hell. The other thing, speaking of things I've learned and then I couldn't unthink in this movie. I learned all about, so I went through a phase where I was like, look, or I was relearning about like astronomy and stuff. Cause I'm really, really into like astronomy and I was going to be an astronaut when I was a kid. And I just learned this fact that like, if one, if two satellites in our orbit collide and shoot material out, it could cause a ripple. It very likely would cause a ripple effect to destroy like all of our satellites by the way the orbit works and like and the laws of physics and how these things are in rotation wow. and those what so anytime like first of all every time elon musk or whoever the hell like launches his rich friends into space i get like flop sweat worrying that that's actually going to happen so then when i see that like <laughs> po- like post-mortem tony stark still has a- essentially a mansion floating through space that has like all these missiles <laughs> and stuff i couldn't help but think like that's gonna kill us all why doesn't somebody like knock that away or something 
Yeah, there's no laws for the ultra rich, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> not to get political, <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> it's true. Spider Man taught me one thing. Spider Man taught me one thing. Spider Man taught me two things: there's no laws for the ultra rich, and that Venice is sinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and that's how you become ungovernable. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's this huge the, yet again another back and forth between MJ and Peter. Uh, so we start to get the vibes that MJ is also into Peter. We see some stolen looks and stuff. Um, and then Peter says, why don't I go sit with you at this opera? When his ass full knows that he has to leave in yeah. seconds. Yeah. You know, that's a classic case of wanting someone else to do your dirty business. He just immediately asks his friend to be like, oh, can you actually tell her that what I just said is a fucking lie? Like, just don't lie, dude. Just be like, oh, I got diarrhea and then run away. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or like, yeah, I'm going to blow, like, I'm going to ditch this boring event. I got to go. Yeah, don't come anything. Not the lie is like, I'll see you in two seconds. And then he turns around and is like, I will not see her in two seconds. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if somebody did that to me, if I was like, I'd be like, where's this motherfucker going? Yeah. I'd follow him too. Because. Yeah. yeah That's so, there's so much like, more exciting. I'll be right the there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so funky. So then uh, not only does she follow, the other two follow Ned and Ned's girlfriend, whose name I can't Betty. Betty. I knew it was like mm-hmm. an old timey name, but I couldn't remember what it was. Um, um, Which they were great, and they were the horn dogs of the show. I mean, you know, those two are oh, fucking the whole time. Horny baby, <laughs> horny. like the part where she comes in, she comes to the room, and he, and poor Ned's put asleep by. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, by Nick Fury, you know, that's just a crime against humanity because you know they were gonna they were gonna bone. And in high school, you don't have that many opportunities. You gotta like make not for a fancy bone like that. No. But you do know in high school, the two like there is a difference between dating somebody in high school and then once two people have sex, that couple becomes like, We're gonna get married. And yeah. that's that's where Ned and Betty were at. They were they were ready Started to so go. Fast. Yeah. God yeah. bless. I didn't lose my virginity until I was 21 years old. But the people who had sex in high school, we knew. Everybody, everybody knew. I wish I did. Damn, I wish I did. And Yo. everybody would have known. <laughs> um, We got three high school virgins on this podcast right now. <laughs> Hell, Hell yeah! yeah! <laughs> It's a prerequisite. How could we even do it? We had no white matter. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> That's an adult figure it decision. Out? <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I remember when the, the people, in, I remember the first people in high school to know, it's like we almost woke up with it like a premonition. Mm. Like something's in the air today. What's going on? Oh, so-and-so and so-and-so had sex last night and we all know about it somehow. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, cool, cool, cool. If yeah, even one so person bad. knows, it's yeah. over. If even what that's yeah. why I can't stand that people believe conspiracy theories because I'm like, have you ever tried to keep even one secret? <laughs> Has have you ever ever told one person don't tell this to somebody? It they it, we can't help but tell people gossip. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a burden to bear. Yeah. Oh, so speaking of, the only person who does keep his secret is his friend Ned, who is like great friend. Great friend, and it's also like we doesn't even tell his girlfriend that like we can't go out there because everybody's gonna die. Uh, he just follows her and then gets on the Ferris wheel. Yeah, which, this... uh, Nervously, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Ned. 
I'm just saying, you like, can do something about this. Listen, I don't. I don't mean to repeat excuses, but diarrhea is a great one. That's true. <laughs> At any moment, if you say that, people will immediately take you seriously, yeah. and <laughs> I just really think it's underutilized. But these horny teens. You know, Ned's looking at it, it. So is Betty. Honestly, they're both looking to get some. And well, that's the other thing. Just say like, why don't we not do this and like go have sex somewhere? Like go back to the hotel and have sex, excuse. right? And I would put that. See, that's just what. That's not how teenagers work. No, no, you they're can all about Ferris wheels. <laughs> yeah, that's white. That's a white matter. That's a white matter discussion, and they don't. They simply don't have it. No, that's Ugh. true. So they go to this like fair, like this carnival or whatever, and they're attacked by this thing. Um, they they beat it. And then they have this huge discussion about like you take these glasses. He takes the glasses, and um, Jake Gyllenhaal, which by the way, what a time to be Jake Gyllenhaal, mm-hmm. gets go first of all like blinks, and then everything around. I remember being in the theaters watching this, being like what the fuck is happening right now when all the drones reveal themselves and it's just like a, like an island of misfit, disgruntled employees, like ex-employees all coming up with this Holding thing. wine. Okay, so how do we feel? Some people, this gets a lot of mixed reactions and I would love to know how you guys felt that like the actual thing is drones. <laughs> the actual thing <laughs> is drones and like a disgruntled group of like rich people. How did you feel about this? I had so many logistical questions (laughs) that we honestly don't even have time to get into it. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, I was waiting for sort of like, um, because I like, you know, I felt like we could tell Mysterio was like not actually a good guy. But in the the first half of the movie, the only thing that really gives you any indication is that it just feels like he's like acting. Yeah. Yeah. and so for the first half of the movie, I was like, Jake Gyllenhaal's doing a bad job. <laughs> <laughs> so then when the twist came, I was like, oh, okay, perfect. Um, yeah, most mostly I just had logistical questions because I can understand why you could like your vision could be fooled and even your other senses. But if there's like five million drones, like isn't isn't the drone going to hit somebody in the head? Yeah. yeah. Or like you're going to feel <laughs> something. <laughs> something yeah or yeah something's gonna be out of alignment but honestly my biggest question was why were one all of those people there why were they there you had the guy william who was running the show and then everybody else didn't have a job they were just holding drinks they was holding wine every single time you saw them they was holding wine look yes this is good this yeah. is a good show they could have just seen that from like that you know they could have just they could have zoomed live in. streamed it they could have zoomed in you know yeah part of me was disappointed because i thought mysterio's like powers were so cool and he looked so cool as like some weird magician from another planet um i remember this i I wasn't a big spider-man comic book reader but i remember this guy from the cartoon when i was a kid so i knew he was a bad guy Mm -hmm. but then when the drones came out part of me was like okay (laughs) because when did this come out 2019 I feel like drones were huge. Like people were like, can you believe the things we can do with drones? Like Amazon was talking about delivering packages with drones. So Mm -hmm. then it felt like I was in this movie. I'm like, we're still pitching drones. Even in this movie, (laughs) we're pitching drones. Oh my God. 
Um, but then as it went, like as the rest of the movie went, I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of like this isn't as wild as I originally thought when they first revealed it. Yeah. And honestly, it's basically one big theater production. It really is. And I'm yeah. here for that. Yeah, hell yeah. And also when he cackled, I will say Jake Gyllenhaal, whenever he like laughed after he got those glasses, I was like, oh, he's he's so good. I yeah. was like taken <laughs> aback by it. I was like, oh my God, he's good. Yeah, yeah he switched. Yeah. And also, Did you guys see him in Nightcrawler? I have not yet, no. Oh my God. Because I feel like, his role in Nightcrawler is what got him this part because he is, you have to see Nightcrawler. He's like, he's Mysterio, but like on steroids. It's, okay. it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch that. Speaking of actors, every single one of these people, it was wild that they like pulled the, the, the one of the things I love about the MCU is they pulled the extras that were in these original shots, like that were in the original yeah. scenes and like, we're bringing you back. Like, all you need to do is get one role in MCU movie, and then you can hold out hope forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe 20 years from now. Maybe they'll need that butler. <laughs> one day. <laughs> you have a picture of it on your fridge, and every day you're like, one day soon the butler's making a return. Mm-hmm. 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 You come in with yeah. a lot of ideas. Like, I've been thinking about this butler for 10 years. Let me tell you what um, some of the plot lines I've developed. They're like, um, okay, you're going to make a drone. Well, sign me up. <laughs> it's a it's a lot less than what I had originally planned, but I will take it. Um, here we get the romance because Peter goes back yes. and he and um MJ and Peter have this moment where they go out onto this bridge, and they have an exchange of like, oh, we're gonna go on like a walking date. Mm-hmm. Like they both sort of reveal to each other that they like each other and like, yeah, I'll go with you, and it's it's real rushed and really cute. Mm-hmm. Then they go out on this bridge. And MJ knows that Peter is Spider-Man, which how could you fucking not after everything that's happened? Yeah. yeah. It's also like... I mean, even the part... Sorry, just no. to go back. The part on the bus when he's trying to, like, fight the drone that he's accidentally sent to kill Brad, and he just goes, hey, look at those mountain goats, and then jumps up <laughs> onto the roof and then jumps back down into the hole. And we're just supposed... And, and all the entire bus was just consumed by looking for mountain goats? No. In high school? <laughs> teenagers? No way. Absolutely Half of those motherfuckers no would have had yeah. headphones on and not even heard the message to begin with. Yeah. Yep. Also, if you don't think Peter Parker is Spider-Man, you at the very least think he's psychotic. But <laughs> yeah. with all the things that yeah. he's done and said, you think he's insane. At the- well, I yeah, love he's that. lost it. I love sure. that MJ's like some girl in their class thinks you're a male escort. I'm like, that's the conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sixteen year old male escort. Yeah. You know what? They don't have white matter. That makes sense. <laughs> oh yeah. I loved also how she just pulled out a piece of a drone. Yeah. Like that she just found the ground. Oh, this is covered in web. I'm going to put this in my backpack. Yeah. And you're like, what? You weren't even there. You weren't <laughs> even there. What are you to like? She it just was like, went back to it. She was like, yeah, I'm going to grab this. <laughs> also, when all that madness is happening, you're you're thinking like, let me collect clues. I'm like, no, run. <laughs> this, is a, this is a terrorist attack. This yeah. is a terrorist attack. This is absolutely, this will cause... 
post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. This is a terrorist attack. And you're like, yeah. I'm gonna Nancy Drew over here is Dustin for fingerprints. <laughs> like, okay. oh my God. Look, when you're in love, <laughs> yeah. you get tunnel vision and you go, look, it's my boyfriend's web. Then, you got to go get it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So then they realize because she has this like piece of drone that they drop and they figure out the whole plan. Peter and what's his butt? The guy who plays it. Uh, I'm so horrible with names. Tom Holland is a mm-hmm. really good actor. He mm-hmm. has good crying eyes. You know, like Ooh. where he kind of yeah. needs to like work up a cry at the beginning of the day and his eyes stay red for the whole day is what I imagine. I don't know if that's true. Because when he feels something, I feel it. Because I'm like, he looks like he's been crying over this. Um, he re- he realizes he made a mistake. Um, I was watching this, most of this, in the middle of the day. The second half of it in the middle of today. So I can't remember how he get. Oh, he goes out looking for Nick Fury to fix this mistake. And this guy, u- using the illusions, fights him and like puts him in front of a, a bullet train. I love when he's in the illusion world like i was gonna say that part oh my so God. cool like all it's, the mirrors it's so cool it's running so trippy. into stuff punching stuff holy yeah. smokes Which, absolutely again, amazing okay at the end of at one part during that illusion he gets jumped by like 50 spider-men right they like all jump on top mm-hmm. of his body and in my head i'm like those are drones <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do you just have 50 drones on you right now? Or do you have nothing yeah. on you and it's just an illusion and you... Uh, anyways, continue. Yeah. The logistical question. <laughs> I will say, every time you see like illusion powers in a superhero movie, I'm always underwhelmed by them. And this was the first time I was like, oh, this is scary. That was like, Because cool, yeah. you have to think about it. Like drones are very lightweight. And with our already holding like all of this like artillery and stuff, they're not able to move as fast as... Like anything heavy wouldn't be able to move as fast as these. So judging by how fast these drones can move, they're pretty lightweight. You could yeah. easily break these or topple them over or anything. So yeah, when he's getting jumped by all the Spider-Mans, you're like, okay, how many drones is this? How, or, ma- how many drones is this? Or is it just those like psionic cannons that they have where they like, boop, 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 and it like breaks the concrete and stuff. They have like either bullets or like these subwoofers that like fuck shit up. They have bullets. They have extra, like, high, high more high-powered bullets, and then the, and then the sound stuff. <laughs> and then they also have something to make like the earthquake. Remember the, that one of the people was like in charge of making it so that it looked like there was earthquake, oh, yeah. so that Nick Fury would believe it. Yeah, I also love us trying to like. Okay, so here's what he said he wants for these drones. He so wants like an earthquake button he wants like bullets but then like worse bullets and then like yeah maybe like maybe we like take it back and not let's do some fun bullets first yeah Yeah. fun bullets to just say like hey i'm here but then like serious bullets and then also a subwoofer and a projector also an at-home theater and also they turn invisible I mean, it's power yeah. technology. Yeah, yeah. It, I did find it really scary the the idea of like not knowing, not being able to trust what reality is. Yeah, that's horrifying. Yeah, I was like, oh god, that scares the shit out of me. Um, and I love 
later when he's like asking Happy to like prove that it's really him. Yeah, so he gets hit by a bullet train and then ends up in a field of flowers that he calls Happy to like come get him. And he has that moment where he's like, say something about like something you know about me. Um, I love that the first thing that comes to his head was like, remember when you got porn? Remember when you rented porn? <laughs> remember when it's okay? Not said. <laughs> remember when it's 2018 and you rented porn on a TV and not on your iPhone like a normal teenager? <laughs> like you bought a full porn movie, yeah, <laughs> with scenes yeah. and a plot. To oh, so funny. Um, uh, so then they have this heartfelt moment about how I do love how like. And this movie was really billed like this whole thing was going to be about how Spider-Man moves on past Tony Stark. But it's really only in here a couple of times. Like, it's touched on nice. And I liked mm-hmm. I liked those scenes. I thought I was like, oh. And Tom Holland's just such a good crier that I was like. <laughs> um, yeah. I was crying right with him. And then he builds his own super suit as they're on their way to yeah. London. Just so cool. Yeah. So cool. It Which had wings. That has my favorite line of the movie. Where he goes, I love Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> it's AC. <laughs> yes. <sighs> so good. Um, I also love two of my favorite things in movies like these. One, when actors are given nonsensical future tech jargon to rattle through, like shit that doesn't make any sense because it's based on technology that doesn't exist. So they're like, overmap the mainframe coagulator and then we'll do like that's my favorite i just love the idea (laughs) of having to like sell that like that would be really hard to do yeah and i love when people are um when actors have to like cgi stuff that's not there yet so the whole time he was like i was like i would have so much fun just being like okay what i'm gonna piss off whatever vfx artist has to like (laughs) figure out i'm like Yeah, fill in the blanks. (laughs) Yeah, throwing a lasso and stuff. (laughs) Oh, amazing! Incredible. Yeah, I loved uh, that. Are we at the uh, the scene where he finally defeats Mysterio? Yeah, because that that brings us to our last fight scene, which is this huge mega superstorm is attacking this bridge in London, and Spider-Man essentially comes in and stops it and reveals all of these drones, and he figures out a plan, he, like, parachutes in. And it is... It's a... I mean, it's a great ending to this movie. I really love this. It's... Yeah, it's perfect because it's so... It's just so insane. And they just, like... They really beat the shit out of him. They really do. They just beat the crap right out of him. And he's, like, just still going, and and he's got to be... He actually has to think outside of his super of his superpowers. He has to think, oh, I, I'm I'm a smart little kid, Peter Parker, and I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna use these things together. And I was just, I just love that part. I was like, oh, that's clever. Yeah. That's clever. <laughs> I I just really liked how he finally got him, where he like grabbed the gun from his hand, but it was like all invisible to him, but he just knew because of his well, in this movie, they call it Peter Tingle, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which again, With I'm his like crying eyes too. Yeah, I oh. love the crying eyes. Yeah, because you know, as a teenager, oh my, yeah, I would be crying too. I that's, would. That's... Oh, if I had superpowers as a teenager. There's no way I was doing anything heroic with them. Are you? Nobody would know I was Spider Man. I would be stealing <laughs> shit all the time. I would be disgusting. Yeah. 
I'd be pulling pranks. And then the moment danger came, I'd be like, that's it. That's the Avengers job. That's not for me. I'm friendly yeah. neighborhood spider. I'm a I'm a child. <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah, let's be honest. The superheroes like Tom Holland's character, like Peter Parker, those are kids that want to be cops from birth. Like those are the kids that are like, yeah, I want to be a cop. Yeah. And so that that's mm-hmm. that's where that her- hero heroism comes from. But yeah, I think any of us would just be like, yeah, I'll do like circus Cirque du Soleil or something like that. Yeah, I'll ride the train. I like surf yeah. on the train and then call it a day. I'll just like yeah. gather up my friends and be like, check it out. <laughs> and then Yeah. And they're like, nope, I'm not gonna doing try to impress this. people. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, he stops them. How did you feel about that? Once again, Kathy, did you were you just like, okay, this fight scene is on in the background or <laughs> literally until he grabs the gun, I don't know what else happened before that. <laughs> he grabbed the gun and I was like, sick. <laughs> And honestly, I had to rewind because I kind of missed it. I just saw that we were getting to the end, and I was like, "Wait, what happened?" And then I rewind, and I was like, "Oh, cool." I love that. I we have so many people on this podcast who are like, "Oh, the reason I don't watch these movies is because I find action scenes like that boring." And I'm like, "I guess this movie is 90% action scene. <laughs> like, it is so much. Yeah. This one, not so much, but like a lot of these movies are like they're telling the story while they're punching people." Yeah, like I can't yeah. believe you're my father who never came home. Bam! <laughs> I just wow. loved how clever this, like this last fight scene, was so clever because yeah. it wasn't just brute force. It was he had to like figure out how he was being tracked and like manipulate it with all of his webs and stuff, and use when he was out of web to like use the can- the sound cannon and everything, and the way that he was just like wrapping around that and like pulling him in, and even when he was like in the middle of the storm and he was like jumping on all of them and then like he used his suit to electrify them that was that was so it was clever wild, and yeah. That's, yeah that's like something that it's like one thing that you have to give credit to like the mcu for is they don't like to reuse stuff they yeah. like they always will take it another level they'll always go a different direction per superhero every superhero has a different fighting style mm-hmm. and that was just i just loved it i was just so impressed i was like this is actually like a cra- like you you probably would have to like drop some acid to like think about this fight yeah. sequence. I also you need to go to like Joshua Tree and like <laughs> do I dose up or something. And- yeah. <laughs> uh I loved the part where his henchman is like feeding him lines about the story. Like I love that to think about the henchman's whole job is to like look at what's happening and then come up with the lore behind it. It's like okay, okay, okay. Um Oh, they they come together to do one super storm, and they're controlled by a hive mind. Make sure you say <laughs> hive mind. And then he's like on with fury, like trying to fake act. It was so fun. Oh god, yeah. I feel like he, he's basically a glorified stage manager, is what Mysterio is. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he is running, running everything at once. He's checking in with lights. He's checking in with sound. Everybody get their lines right, and you know. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's a big old producer. Yeah. He is a stage manager. Volcano Monster in five. Thank you, five. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Yeah, I think they should have, yeah, they really should have taken the character and they should have made it, they should have made it more stage manager. They should have made it more Broadway, in my opinion. Because then it would have made, throw Nathan Lane in there. Nathan Lane as Mysterio would have been perfect. Nathan Lane would be a wonderful addition to the MCU. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. 
uh, have him play Spider Man. Yes. <laughs> have him play Teenage Nathan Spider-Man. Lane would be Nathan Lane would be the perfect Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then okay, like, there's a multiverse somewhere. There exists a reality where Nathan Lane is Spider Man, and he's yeah. Spider Man as Nathan Lane. He's also Broadway superstar Nathan Lane that moonlights as Spider Man. Mm-hmm. God. So then, we but just... is also known for voicing Timon. So <laughs> Spider Man is also the voice of Timon. <laughs> That's the origin story. Uh, so then, this brings us to the end of the movie. Um, there were a couple mid-credit scenes. Um, the first one, we see J. Jonah Jameson from the Daily Bugle reveal to the world a fake video from Mysterio where Mysterio is blaming Spider-Man for everything that happened and then leaks Spider-Man's secret identity, Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. Which feels like a huge plot point to leave in an after credits. Whoa, (laughs) man. Like, in the theater, I remember being... Because this was the last movie after, like, Endgame, and we didn't really know what the next phase would be. And I remember thinking, this shit is going to be wild. And now we have people yeah. fighting for the tickets to see the sequel that comes out in a couple weeks. Oh, does it come out in a couple weeks? Um, uh, Baby Cakes, it comes out in December 16th. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, the the warehouse guy at my work, um, he loves these movies and he like made me watch the trailer and he's like, you got to watch the trailer from like Puerto Rico because in the Puerto Rican trailer, you can see like Lizard Man getting hit in the face. Um, but there's nobody punching him in the face. So that like leads us to believe that Andrew Garfield's in this one. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty excited about yeah. it. Because now, are, are, now we are teasing multiverse. That's Well, that's the thing is like at the end. Bring like, back Toby Maguire. They might. Yes. Hey, no, wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait to go. And it's going to be mayhem. Are you going to see it in uh, 40X? <laughs> You, they swing you around the theater. <laughs> you get uh, webbed to the face. Yeah, yeah you get webbed. Uh, uh, you were we'll, worried about the mist. Yeah, wait till you get the web. <laughs> yeah. And it's like that uh, like that scene where Peter punches that bully and he just immediately falls asleep. He has like the, mm-hmm. like the weakest slap, but then he's going to be like, oh, falls back. You know what yeah. I cannot wait for? What? I cannot wait for that bully to get the news that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. He's going to eat so much shit. I can't wait. He's going to. Oh, well, because that's Flash Gordon, too. That's the guy that in the comic books becomes Venom, which is really funny to imagine that guy becoming Venom oh. versus like Tom Harding, you know? Yeah. So. God bless. Well, so he's got a good reason to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh. embarrassed. He's yeah. the number one Spider-Man fan, and now he's going to have to turn into the Spider-Man hater. And you know what is so funny? When you, like, pretend you're, you're hot shit, like, when you're a bully and you're, like, really shitty to this person, but you've also made it so clear that you're in love with Spider-Man, yeah. he's got to feel like nothing after this. Like, admit, like, I treated this kid like crap, and he didn't even have the decency to, like, tell me I, he was Spider-Man. He, like, cares about me that little. Oh, His that's going to be wonderful. His username was Spider-Man number one fan when he was going live to talk about how he was in London. 
And he had 2,600 people watching that live. <laughs> yeah. I just turned on to Twitch. I've just, so I'm so old. I am so old that I'm just figuring out what Twitch is. I've known what it is, mm-hmm. but I've also been like, that, that does not concern me. Um, mm-hmm. I went right on, there with you. Yeah, I was like, whatever. Okay, people on the internet playing games. Very cool. Have fun, kids. Um, <laughs> I went on to Twitch today because I was just had some time and I was like, what is Twitch? There are fully people who will log on and 90,000 people will log on to watch them play video games. 90,000 people. It's a community. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is wild. Oh, yeah. They're making money. That making is just, money. That blows my mind. Do you know J. Jonah Jameson's Twitch is fire? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the bugle.net Twitch. You know Jane, oh J. Jonah Jameson stormed the Capitol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Oh, yeah. He's like mapped, his character in this is mapped over like that guy from InfoWars or whatever, like that. Alex Jones? Oh, Alex for sure. Jones. <laughs> yeah. God bless him. Uh, amazing. All right, so we have some final questions we like to wrap up with. Okay. So we already discussed we all how we feel about this movie. I We all liked it. We gave it good ratings. Um... One thing we like to do is discuss how much, well, sometimes I do it, how much money this movie made. This movie had a budget of $160 million and brought in $1.131 billion. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. A billion doll hairs. Two, something else that's really interesting about this to me is how much this movie is a teenager's movie. Like, teens, like yeah. young people love this movie. There are, like, yeah. apparently so many communities of teenagers who don't watch any of the other the Marvel movies that much unless they involve Spider-Man. Wild. I mean, one. it makes sense. The first one came out when they were, like, two years old. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Another thing I like to ask, we have a couple little uh, end of the podcast questions. There are no right or wrong answers to these. These are questions for you to sort of mull over and give your opinion. If you could replace anybody in this movie with Rosie O'Donnell and Danny DeVito, (laughs) who would you replace? I'll go first to give you some time. Okay. I um, I have to do both of them or either both, or? both, both, both. I want to know where both, oh, okay, and I'll, okay, and I'll okay. go first oh to give you plenty God. of time to think. Um, okay. If I'm, I'm going to start with Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. Okay. I absolutely want Danny DeVito to play the the chaperone whose wife left him in the blip. <laughs> I, I think Danny DeVito would be so funny. I think him dropping that camera in the water would be so funny. Oh yeah. Um. And then I would like Rosie O'Donnell to play Betty. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Just as a just current present day Rosie O'Donnell playing Betty. Okay. Well, we're gonna have classic adult teenager situation, but <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, 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 well, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you, you want to go? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Danny DeVito is Nick Fury, one thousand percent over. <laughs> I, I, I love Danny DeVito. 
it's specifically playing Frank from it's always sunny as Nick Fury. <laughs> that is like, that is what I want. Um, and Rosie O'Donnell, honestly, I think Rosie O'Donnell as Spider-Man would be just a win-win for everybody. Hell yeah, baby. I just, I Let's really go. don't think it gets any better than Rosie O'Donnell. Um, is Rosie, and, Rosie's from New York, right? Oh yeah. Or She's from New York, New Jersey. Well, I could see her being from New Jersey. Well, we'll see. I'll look into it as we get yours, Kathy. Okay. Um, I I would say let's have Rosie O'Donnell be Aunt May. That's okay. perfect. A solid choice. Okay, and then check this out. Danny DeVito as Happy. Perfect. Oh, oh and then we get a little Danny Rosie romance. <laughs> that is wonderful. Rosie is from uh, New York. She's from Comac. Wow. Where the hell Dan is Danny DeVito yeah. from is the question. So that's the first question. Uh, the second question is, and this can be genderless, so this does not have to be a male, but who in this movie has hot dad energy? Um, once again, I'll go first to give you some time to think. Part of me wants to say Jake Gyllenhaal because he comes in like a mentor figure and he's also just very easy on the eyes. However... Um, if we're strictly speaking, hot dad energy to me is like confidence with like a little buffoonery, um, but also like just sort of everything's going to be all right when I'm around. So I'm going to give it to Happy because mm -hmm. to me, Happy gives off very hot dad energy to me. Okay, if if that's the criteria, I'm I'm going to say Aunt May then. Aunt May does give off a lot of hot dead energy. She does. Yeah. Wow. Um, the Aunt May choice is great, but I, I can't take credit for that because that's your choice. But I, I, I think I'm going to go with Happy on this. The, yeah. The, uh, he, his confidence and, uh, you know, the way he, he looks after those kids when the drones are chasing him, uh, mm -hmm. he does a great job. He does a great job. And, you know, he keeps it light the entire time. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's like he knows that this is life and death, but he knows he's gonna win. He's and I will, win. and I will say that I think Marissa Tomei in general gives off hot dad energy. Yeah, she is. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then our final question is, and we sometimes do this on the podcast, but we don't. This is the first movie that doesn't have um, a Stan Lee cameo in it because he had passed away, mm -hmm. but like right before this was made. If you could write a Stan Lee cameo into this movie, at any point, it can be a new character, it could be a character we've seen in the movie. Um, what would you, where would you add him? I think I would add him when they're in the Netherlands and he's trying to get somebody to talk into his microphone, but he doesn't understand their language. Right. If just Stan Lee was, just happened to be there buying flowers, and was like, oh, I'll talk to him. <laughs> We're in the Netherlands. Good on you, kid. And just turns away. Um, I like that. Because I feel like he always gets like a one-liner. Oh, yeah. So that's like perfect. Mm -hmm. um, I think for me, what comes to mind is, you know, he, for I think he's going to be in the water, like in a little gondola or whatever in Venice. And then when the water monster comes, he's going to say something quippy like, oh, no, my oar. <laughs> and, you know, 
that'll be like the one thing we'll see of them. You know when the water monster comes and Ned and Betty are on that thing and, it, and the wave kind of like speedboats them, like projects them. Like it's also, um, it's also Stanley, but he's kind of surfing. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Taz? Oh, yeah. For me, it's uh, I think the part where Nick Fury. Uh, just guns everybody and then almost guns the teacher i think it'd be fun if instead of the teacher as nick it was uh stan lee and he was like a custodian or something of, of the sort and was like oh well gotta clean this up or something like that and then he almost gets he almost gets darted I yeah know, that'd be yeah. a fun idea <laughs> also by the way and i know we're at the very very end of this nick fury being upset that people are knocking on that kid's door was outrageous to oh, me yeah they're on vacation. Dude. They're on, and also he's like, "I'll kill whoever walks on the door." I'm like, "What I the will fuck?" Kill somebody? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The blip did something to Nick. <laughs> he yeah. came back different. <laughs> he came back different, and I think I got the answer to my question about whether or not you're in a void. And I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's mad. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had too oh. much time to think. Yeah. <laughs> well thank you both so much for being here this has been a blast oh thanks yeah, for thank having you us. oh my god yeah. we're gonna stop recording right now